All right, so we're holding now on the bottom of Nun Beis and Mabez, on the bottom line, Tan Rabbanon. So Mara says like this, Tan Rabbanon, Arsha Shavas, Mevarchan Alav, a flame which rested on Shabbos, that's what you can make the bracha on by Havdalah on Matzah Shabbos. Which Shabbos, and if it did not rest, then a Mevarchan Alav, you cannot make the bracha on it. So now what, what does this mean? My Shabbos or my Loi Shabbos? What does it mean that it rested and it did not rest? Inema, if you're going to tell me Loi Shabbos, Machmas Malacha, it did not rest from Malacha, meaning it was lit on Shabbos itself. So the Gemara asks, "Afilum imalacha I'm sorry, which it, which it would include afilum malacha dehatera, even if it was used for something that was mutter to be lit on Shabbos, which is like this. Me um, and, and that you would not be able to use. So now we're we're going to see what the what these cases would be from this brisa that says not like that. Vahatanya, we learned in a brisa. Arshal chaya bishal chayla. If you, someone had to light a flame for a woman that was giving birth and she needed that. Uh, that fire, which the halacha is that you can light it for this chayla, for this uh, woman who's going to be birth, and veshal chayla, or someone just that's sick, and they need it for to, to you know ease their pain or whatever it is, then mavarch and alav, you can make a bracha on that type of ar, since it wasn't from a malachas avera, it was from a malachas hatter. So we see that even from a malachas hatter, you could go ahead and say the bracha of bayrema ereish. So I'm Reb Nachman Baritzchok. My Shavas. So now, what does it mean, Shavas? She Shavas Machmas Malachas Avera. Like we would, that, like we would normally think that it's only from something that's an Avera. That means that if someone goes ahead and lights a fire for a Chayla or for a Chaya, then it's okay for him to make a bracha on that Matzah Shabbos. Tani Nami Hachi. We have a similar brisa that says it like this: Ashoshes, a glass lantern. Shahisa Deilakes Vahilachas Kol Yom Kulay. It was lit the entire day, meaning you lit it from Friday, Friday afternoon, went through the entire Shabbos, and now Matzah Shabbos. You want to make a bracha on that, you can make a bracha on that. That is because even though the flame was you know, lit on Shabbos, not on Shabbos, but it was lit throughout the Shabbos, but it was not through a malachas iser. Okay, the Gemara goes on to Rabbanon. Rabbanon learned, If you have a non-Jew that goes ahead and takes it, gets his flame from a Jew's flame, and or you have a Jew that goes ahead and gets his flame from the flame of a non-Jew. Mevarchan alav, you can make the bracha of Bayre Ma'irei Ha'esh on it. However, Nachri Me'nachri in Mevarchan alav. A flame that this non-Jew got from another non-Jew, that you cannot make the bracha of Bayre Ma'irei Ha'esh. Ma'ishna Nachri Me'nachri. What is the reason, the lie, that you cannot make the bracha on that? Mishun Deloi Shabbas. That's because um, this guy did not, um, the flame didn't rest on Shabbas. Siyachi Yisrael Me'nachri Nami. So if the Jew got his flame from the non-Jew, then that should also not be okay to make the brachan. Halay Shavas. Because it didn't, it didn't um, rest on Shavas. That the Isser, the part that the Nachri lit on Shavas. Let's say Shabbos afternoon, 2 o'clock, that's when the non-Jew lit this flame. So, Matzah Shavas, when the Jew goes ahead and lights his own candle from that flame, so the Isser falls off of that. And Vahach Renehu. And now it, there's a new flame, and it was now just born on Matzah Shabbos in the Jew's hand. So the Gemara says, if that's so, one who brings a fire into Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos, which we know that if you carry from a private domain into a public domain on Shabbos, you're chayev. So am I chayev? Why are you chayev? We know that the halacha is, in order to be over on Haitzah on Shabbos, you need a kira and a hanacha, picking up and placing down. So over here, what you picked up, you didn't place down because it's not the same flame. And what you put down wasn't the thing that you picked up originally because it's a completely new flame. Rather, you have to say the Isur Nami Isa, the Isser stays there 
on the flame. However, there's an addition of heter that's added onto the flame for every single second. That means if the non-Jew goes ahead and lights at 2 o'clock on Shabbos afternoon, there's Isser in this flame, and that Isser stays, that's always going to stay, and when the Yisrael goes ahead and takes it on Matzah Shabbos, it's, there's an additional mutter part of it, and the bracha that you're making is on that part that's mutter. So Yahachi, the Gemara asks, Nachri Menachri Nami. So if the non-Jew goes ahead on Matzah Shabbos and lights from the first non-Jew, then you should be allowed to make the bracha on that. So the Gemara says, Enach Nami, you're right, that there's, there's, really no, there's really no reason for it. Zeri Mishim Nachri Rishon V'Amid Rishon. Really, it's like this. Let's say the first non-Jew goes ahead and lights it, and it's the Amoid Rishon. I'm sorry, meaning, again, Enachanami really means that there's, that the Isser goes away. And the reason why a non-Jew, we don't take his flame, meaning one non-Jew from another non-Jew, is because the Xera is, is that the second after Shabbos, let's say this guy lit it, and it's the first, um, I'm sorry, the second before Shabbos he lit it, and it's the first pillar of flame. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that time is exactly. I don't know if it lasts for a split second, if it's for a minute, five minutes, I don't know how that works exactly. But that first flame is going to be Aser, because it's the guy lit that on Shabbos itself. So that's why we say that a Nachri, an Andrew that lights his flame, his fire from another Jew, from, from a, sorry, from another Nachri, the Xera is that you should not take, and you should not make the bracha from that flame. Okay, the Gemara goes on, Tan Rabbana, the Rabbana learned, Hey, Mahala Chutz Lekrach, one who leaves the city, the Ra or, this is talking about Matzah Shabbos, the Ra or, and he sees a flame in the distance. So in if the city where he sees the fire from is mostly non-Jews, in a Mavarech, he cannot go ahead and make the bracha. In Reiv Yisrael, however, if it's mostly Jews, then Mavarech. So Hagufa Kasha, this statement itself is a contradiction. Why is that? Amrit, we said that in Reiv Nachrim, in if the majority of the town is non-Jews, then you cannot make a bracha. That implies that if it was, it was half and half, 50%, 50%, meaning 50% non-Jews, 50% Jews, then Mavarech, then you could. And then the second part of this b'risa says, in Rav Yisrael, Mavarech, if it's mostly Jews, then you can make a bracha. That seems like if it's half and half. So, in Mavarech. So, it itself, this b'risa itself is a kasha. Really, if it's half Jews, half non-Jews, you could make the bracha. Since the Rasha said, it was a majority of, no, of Jews, I'm sorry, of non-Jews. So Tana Sefer, the Rebbe Yisrael, the Sefer used the same Lashon of a majority of Jews, but it doesn't really mean to imply that really half and half uh, would be, a uh, half and half would be like non-Jews. Tana Rabbanon, Rabbanon learned, You're walking outside the city, This is on Matzah Shabbos, and you see a child carrying a flame, carrying a torch, you should check Im Yisrahu if he's a Jew, and if he is, then Mavarech. You can make the bracha of Bayre Mavarech on his fire. Im Nachrihu. However, if it's a Nachri, if it's a non-Jew, then in Mavarech. So now my area Tinek, Gemara asks, why does it have to be a child that's carrying the flame? I feel Gadol, even if it's an older person. Nami, Samar Bihuda Amarav, Hacha Besamach Leshkis Achama Askinah. It's referring to right after Shkia, meaning Shabbos just ended, and Gadol. If it's an older person, then Mocha Mosa Devade Nachrihu. What's he doing carrying a flame right after Shkia must be the fellow is a non-Jew. However, Tinnik, Imri Yisrohu, Ikri Vinaka. Maybe it's really a child that's a Jew, and the kid doesn't really know that he's not allowed to carry a flame on Shabbos. So he took it, let's say, a few minutes before Shabbos, and now he happens to be walking. But it's still possible that he's a Jew. Okay, that's why the Brisa uh, spoke, uh, spoke about a case of a Tinnik. The Gemara goes on, Tanar Abana, the Rabbana learned, Mahala, Chutz, Krach, if one's leaving the city, the Ra, or, and he sees a flame. 
Im ava, if it's thick, kifpi hakivshan, like the opening, like the mouth of a of an oven, then mavarichalav, you can make the bracha on that because we'll see that the idea is to make a bracha on the fire for bayre bayre eish. It has to be fire that's for illumination. For that, one can see for, from it, not for any other reason. Is that why we have so, the medora, or is that a separate thing? The, the two wicks. Well, that I think is because you have to be able to have enough from it, and you have to be able to see it, that's and it's right. right. But um, this point is is more that it has to be for illumination purposes, meaning you have to be able to use it, basically like a flashlight or something like that. I mean, you have to be able to use it to see from it. Um, it could be that's one of the reasons, though. I'm not sure. Um, however, if it's not the size of the opening of an oven, then you cannot make a brach on it. So now, Tani we learned to one brayso, or shall kivshem mavarchanalav, the fire of an oven, you can make the brach on it. However, we have another brayso that says you cannot make a brach on a, the fire in an oven. So, like Hash, the beginning when you kindle the fire in the oven, there's no flame and there's no illumination from it. It's only to heat up the stones and to heat up the oven itself. After that, later on, when the entire oven becomes heated up, then the fire itself can be used for illumination also, and that's when you can make a bracha. So the beginning you cannot, the end you could. Tani chada. Now the Gemara asks another question. We learned in one brayso, Arshal Tanar Arshal Kiraim Avarchanalav. This is, there are three different types of like ovens and stoves and different things. The first one is a kifshan, second is a kiraim, and a tanar. So I'm not sure what the exact difference is, but um, one, like the opening is from the side, one, the opening is from the top. I'm not sure exactly the, the full differences, but this price is talking about of a tanner and a kirayim. If you see a fire from there, mavarchanalav, you can make a bracha. The tani iduach, we learned in another price, in mavarchanalav, you cannot make the bracha on that fire. So, like kasha, habatchila, halabasai, same answer that the beginning and when it's just being kindled, you cannot make a bracha on that fire. Tani chadu, we learned in one price, or shall base a knesses, we shall base a medrash. You have the fire, the light that's in a shul or a base medrash. Mavarchanalav, you can make a bracha on that. Vitani Idach, we learned another Brisa, Imavarchanalav, you cannot, like Kasha, it's not a question. Hadika Adam Khashav, that's when there is a um a honorable person there. Hadlaka Adam Khashav. That is, the fire, if there's a Adam Khashav, then the fire is there for that prominent person. Now, if there's no prominent person there, then the fire that's there is for illumination for the people to see in the base mantish. Okay? Taisus, I think, learns differently. Taisus says the opposite. I think that if it, there's an Adam Chashev there, then you could make the bracha because they must have lit the fire for the purpose of this Adam Chashev. However, if it's not, if there's no Adam Chashev there, then you can say that they just lit it for the honor of the base Medrash, not for the honor of any specific person. Okay. Now, the Gemara goes on, another answer, both Bryces are talking about where there is a prominent person there, like Kasha. This chazana was the attendant that lived in the base Madrish and in the base Knesses. And for him, if there was a fire there, then it must be for him to be able to see because he, he kind of lives there and he needs some light. And if there's no chazana there, then that's when you could make, I'm sorry, then you cannot make a bracha because it's not for, excuse me, it's not for um, illumination purposes. Rather, it's for, I'm not sure what the other, um, one second. I guess it's just for covered. Okay, meaning if the chazan's there, the attendant's there, and the fire's on, so that means it's for him to see. 
So then you can make a bracha. If not, then you cannot make a bracha on that. Viba, same, another answer. Both prices are talking about where the attendant lives there. When there's moonlight coming in from the windows, then there's no need, then you cannot make a bracha on that. However, where there's no moon, then you could make a bracha on the light because it's for illumination to be able to see what's going on. One sitting and learning in the base madrash, and fire is brought in front of him. Each one goes ahead and makes his own bracha. Meaning, they walk over to the fire, you make your bracha of then you sit down. One person says the bracha for everyone. Why? It's better to say the to do the mitzvah with a with a lot of people. The more people, the better, the bigger the mitzvah. Um, rather than do it each one by himself. So now Bishlam a base hill mafarshi taima. Basil says his reason. Nice reason of Roy's Rivam Hadris Melech. Ella base Shamai, what's the reason, my taima, what's the reason for base Shamai that says that each one should do it on his own? Savri, he says, may play bitl base madrish. That if each one has to go and answer for everyone, then it's going to go ahead and cause bitl taira in the base madrish. Which I'm not sure how this works exactly because each one then is going to have to get up on his own and say his own bracha. And I would assume that each person would say amen if each guy saying his bracha. The opposite. It would make more sense to say that if there's well, if there's if a crowd. Right, but meaning, but each time. Right, but again, if someone if they're in the middle of learning and someone says the bracha from the side, then they have to answer amen, no? So that means that let's say there's fifty people in the base measures. That they can either answer 50 times a main, or one person can just do it for everyone and answer one time, and that's it. Okay. I'm not sure. Now, Tanya Nami Hachi, we learned another Brai In the house of Rebbe Gamliel, they would not say Mirape, which is the equivalent of God bless you, or Gesundheit. If someone would sneeze, then they would go ahead and say this. This The reason for this is, the background for this is, because it used to be in the times of Yaakov Avinu, meaning before Yaakov Avinu's times, when someone would, the way someone would die is they would sneeze. They would sneeze and their neshama would come straight out of their nose and that's how they would die. The Yaakov Avinu Daven Hashem that there should be some kind of warning and a person should get sick or there should be some kind of, you know, a person getting old, I guess, and, uh, and knowing that he's going to die. And that's why, that's why we say, you know, bless you or gesundheit or merape, I mean, that's what they said in the Gemara, to show that that's what, you know, that Hashem should be with you or Hashem should heal you because that was the original way of how a person would die. Um, again, so what happened was in this house of base Rebbe Gamliel, they wouldn't say this in the base Madrash because they don't want to disturb everyone. Okay, now the Gemara goes on. You cannot say the bracha of Ner and of Besamim if it's from a dead person. Now, my time, Ner, why by a Ner can you, can you not make a bracha on that? That is because it's for the honor of the dead person, of the deceased, and it's not for illumination. The summim and the, the you know, night-smelling things that they put on, that is to counteract the smell of the dead body. And that's why you cannot make the bracha on the summim. The summim has to be, uh, I guess, like positive you know, uh, senses as opposed to just taking away the negative. Is this thing, the base had uh, No, they would put... Yeah, they would they would put like spices on it or some kind of you know f- yeah. uh, fragrances things like that to remove the smell. Don't use that. Mate. Don't use that in the bracha. So you can't make the bracha on that, right? Okay. That's because it's not for. I mean, it's not a positive smell. It's only just to remove the yeah. bad smell. 
Okay, Omar of Yehuda, Omar Rav, Rav Yehuda says in the name of Rav, Kol Shemaytzi in Lafon of B'yoyim Ubalayla, if a deceased, they would normally go ahead and put in front of them a candle, whether it's day and whether it's night, meaning that there's no need for a candle during the day. So if they lit a candle during the day, it must be that it's for the honor of the, de- of the deceased. Then, you cannot make a bracha even at night. Right? Meaning, because it shows that since they would put it there either way during the day, it's not for illumination, rather it's just for the honor. However, if they would only put the light there when the funeral would be at night, then you can't make a bracha on that. That is because it's there for... I'm sorry, then you could make a bracha. That's the reason is because it's there for illumination, not for the honor. The Yomar goes on. Amar of Huna, B'samim shal Beisak Hisei, um, any fragrances that are in a Beisak Hisei, V'shemen ha'asri lahavir ezazuoma, and oil, which was used to, I guess, uh, take away the smell. And Mavarchan Allah, you cannot make a bracha on it. Again, the same reason like we had before, but the deceased person, that's because it's only removing the bad smell. Lememra, it seems to say, the chol hecha delav recha avido, anything that's not for a positive, you know, smelling, then lemervechina alaya, then you do not make a bracha on it. However, meisvei the Gemara asks, if one walks into a store, shel boisem, a store of this guy who makes these uh, different, you know, good smelling things, vahareach reach, and he goes ahead and smells a nice smell, afil yoshav sham kalyam kula, even if he sits there the entire day, when he walks in in the morning, he makes a bracha on it. And then he can smell the entire day. Now, however, if he's in and out of the store, then every time he walks into the store, he has to make a new bracha. The reason he didn't make these uh, good smelling things in order for people to smell it, it's not that he's trying to, when he walks into the store, he doesn't want to go ahead and actually smell these things. It's not for that. It's for someone to buy it and then to go ahead and use it for whatever they, they want to use it for. So the Gemara says... Um, in Larecha Nami Hu Davida. Really, it's also meant for people to walk in and be attracted to the store. That people go ahead and smell these things from outside the store. They would come in and buy from him. So, when someone walks in and out of the store the entire day, then he has to make a bracha on each time because the good smelling things are for him to smell, not just for a person to buy it and then bring it home and then use it to smell. Okay, Tanar Abanan, the Rabbana learned, Tayyim Mahala Chutz Lekrach Vehareach Reach. A person is walking outside the city and he smells a good smelling thing. Imroivav Dekechavim, if the city is a majority of non Jews, Imavarachin, Imavarach, he does not make a bracha. Imroiv Yisrael, however, if the majority of the city is from is Jews, then Mavarach, he makes a bracha. He says, I feel Rabbi Yisrael, Nami Imavarach. Even if the majority is Jews, you don't say, you don't make the bracha. Why? That the daughters, meaning the Jewish women, would go ahead and they would make these like uh, they would like smoke some kind of like uh, incenses or, or, or something like that. Will him to uh, fight off the iron hara. I think that's what it was, something like that. So since they do that, it's not meant to actually go ahead and smell that. So if you're walking by a city, even if it's a ravius straw, then you you can assume and not assume meaning you can't. I'm sorry, you can't assume that this smell that you're smelling is for smelling purposes because it may be just to ward off these. Um, evil spirits. So the Gemara says, "Atu kule lekshafim mekatron." Is it that every single, um, I mean, every single smell that's coming from the city is going to be to ward off these, you know, uh, this iron hara? Havale miuto lekshafim. No, sorry. So the Gemara says, no. What's going to, ha- what's happening is because of, as a result of the fact that these women do this is havale miuto lekshafim. 
the minority is going to be to ward off this iron hara. Umiyutuname ligmaras akela, and a minority also is doing it to um, for for to to have a nice smell on different garments. That's the other purpose for this uh, smell that this fellow is smelling outside the city. So shtakech ruba the lav lareicha of it. So what's going to happen is is that the majority is going to be not for proper smelling purposes. And since now the majority, because it's not done for, um, I'm sorry, meaning because since some are done for the Shafim and some are done for the Kalim, so the majority then will end up being that it's not for the purpose of actual smelling. And that's why you can't make a bracha on it. Amr Rabchia Barabba, Rabchia Barabba says, Amr Rabchianan in the name of Rabchianan, Hamahalich Barvi Shabbos Betferia, if someone's walking on Arab Shabbos, meaning Friday night, in the town of Tferia, or on Matzah Shabbos in the town of Tzipairi, and he smells a good smell, he does not make the bracham, that the whole reason for the smell is in order to give off a good smell to clothing, which is not something that we make a bracham. If someone's walking in the marketplace, in a marketplace which in that marketplace, there is Avayda Zara, Nisratza, Laharia, Chareza, and he wants to go ahead and uh, smell, then he is considered like a sinner. Nisratza, Lareach, I'm not sure what that means that he wants to. I, I would assume that it means that he actually does. Because, um, and if he wants to, he holds himself back, then you know, he's doing the right thing. Okay. Ligmar goes on. Nun Gimel Mabez, Ve'in Mavarchen, Alaner, Achioise. A person cannot make a bracha on the fire on Matzah Shabbos until he has hanah from it. Amr of Yehuda, Amr Rav. Yehuda, Amr Rav says, Le'yeusu, Ye'usu Mamash. It doesn't mean hanah, real hanah. Ela koshi ilu, oimid bekarev umishtamish la'ira. Someone that's standing close enough and can and could benefit from the light. Va'afilu berichak makam, and even if he's actually far, far away. Meaning, that means like this. The fellow could be standing really far away, but if he would come close, he would be able to benefit from the light. So it could be that's what you were saying before that it has to be um, that we use a double uh, a double um, flame a double wick because possibly because of this halacha that you have to be able to that if you are close by you can derive benefit from it as opposed to if let's say it's just one flame then maybe it's not as strong. Bichain Amar Rabashi says that a person can even be far away from the flame as long as if he would be close he would be able to benefit from it. Mesvedigmar asks, A person has a flame that's hidden in his lap, or in a lantern, or he sees a, a like a tor, a flame, and he does not benefit from the light, or he benefits from the light, however, he didn't actually see the flame itself. So then, he does not make the bracha, until he actually sees the flame, v'yishtamesh, lo'ira, and he gets benefit from the flame. So now he needs, so this opinion is, of this b'risa, that you need two things, you need to see it, and you have to have benefit from it. So now, bishlamah mishtamesh lo'ira, v'lo'ira shall have us, if you don't actually see the flame, however, you get benefit from it, what's that scenario? That is, mishkachas lo'ira, the kind of karen zavis. You're standing in the corner, meaning, you're standing, let's say, behind a little partition, so you can't actually see the flame, but the light, Travels to the side and you, and you can benefit from it. Ela rosh al heves lenishdamish la'ira. However, to see a flame and not benefit from the light, heichim mishkachas la. How can you have benefit from something like that? Um, so the Gemara says, lav. Rather, what's the case? The merachka 
that one's far away. So we see that even if one's far away, he can go ahead and and uh, make the bracha on that. One second. I'm sorry, he cannot make the bracha on it. Again, the first Bryce said that even if he's far away, but it's possible for him to come close, then he makes the bracha. And we see from this Bryce that you have to have benefit from it and you have to be able to see the flame. Which sounds like that if you're far away and you're not benefiting from the flame, then you cannot make the bracha. The Bryce's are a steer. Sigmar answers, Loi, Kigoyin, the Amyova Azla, that the flame really you're close and the flame is referring to where it's diminishing, meaning it's in the middle of going out. So that's when you cannot make the bracha on it. However, if you're far away, then the sec- even the second b'risa would agree that you could make a bracha on that. Okay, the Gemara goes on. Tanar Abanan, Gecholem Loichashais, Mevar Chanaleya. Coals, which are um, like Loichashais, uh, are lit, I think. I'm not sure what the literal translation glowing, is, but glowing. glowing. Okay, there you go. Glowing. Then Mevar Chanaleya, you can make a bracha on it. However, Aimemais, if they are. Um, one second, what are the Aimemais again? Dim. I don't have a translation. What is that? Dim, dim. Meaning if they're dim, meaning if they're middle going out. They're middle of going out, then aim of and you cannot make the bracha of on these coals. So what is the case of where they're glowing? Anything that if you would stick a little splinter into it and it would light up from those coals, then that's considered a gacholin that's loichashes. The Gemara asks a question like this. What's the question? Question is, if this word aimamais is with an aleph, or if it's, is it with an ayin? It's just a question in, in how to write it. Tashma, we learned it in Braisa, the Amr of Chizda bar Avdimi, Rav Chizda bar Avdimi says, Arazim loy amamuhu began elikim. That the cedar wood would not, um, like, I get, become dim, began elikim in the garden of Hashem. And we see that this word amamuhu means to be dimmed. And it's spelled with a ayin. So it's funny because the Gemara starts off saying it with an aleph. And the Gemara asks, oh, is it with an aleph and with an ayin? The Gemara ends off, it's with an ayin. It's funny that it wasn't written then with an ayin. I'm not sure. Okay, unless Aramaic is different than the, from the Pasuk, which is Lashon HaKadosh. I don't know. Okay. The Gemara goes on. Rava Omar Rava says, Yusu Mamish. One has to actually get benefit from the light in order to make a bracha on it. Vikama. How much? Does one have to benefit from it? Amar Ula Yaker bin Isser Lepundion. That a person has to be able to tell the difference between these two different coins, which were very similar. Chizkiya Amar, Chizkiya says, Kedeshi Yaker bin Meluzma Shaltferio Lemeluzma Shaltipayr. These are two different weights, I guess also similar. One was the weight, this weight called Luzma from Tferia, and the other one was the weight called Luzma from Tipayr. Yehuda, Mavarich Adbei Ada. Rabbi Huda would make a bracha on the flame, on the fire that was coming out of the house of um, the house of Ada. Ada Daila, um, I think his name was. Okay. Yeah, Ada Daila, okay. Rava and Rava would mevarech, he would make the bracha of Bairi Marehesh, Ada Beguria from the flame, from the light that was coming out of the house of Guria. Barchama, I'm sorry, Guria Barchama. And Abayo was mevarech, Abayo would make a bracha on the flame that would come out at the Bay Baravua. So Rashi explains each of these stories like this. The first one, which was Rabbi Huda, that made the bracha on the house of Ada Daila, um, that is, Rashi says, haya. It was very far away, and it's Rabbi Huda Latayme that says, They don't have to be right near it in order to make a, a bracha. And Rava, that would make a bracha on the house of Guria Barchama, that is, it was very close to his house, because Rava was of the opinion that you have to be very close by to actually get 
benefit from the light. Okay. Now the Gemara goes on. One second, just something to point out. What we do is, the minute that we do, is we look at our fingernails. The reason for that is, is because we, we're supposed to look at the difference between the nails and the skin, which, would, which is similar to these cases of the two different coins and the two different ways to be able to see the difference. So we look at our nails to be able to see the difference between the nails and the actual skin. There's a third one too, wasn't there? Which one? Oh, the third house? Yeah. So, uh, so okay, I'm not sure. Rashi doesn't say anything on it. Okay. It seems like it, maybe there, Abaya says his own, his, what's it, whose opinion is this? Yeah, Abaya. Could be it's his own opinion, meaning we didn't have Abaya anywhere. So I'm not sure who he's trying to say like. Okay. Meaning, I don't, know if the, I don't know if that meant it was close by or if it was far away. Gemara doesn't explain and Rashi doesn't say anything on it. Okay. Gemara goes on. Amr of Yehuda, Amr Rav, Rabbi Huda says in the name of Rav, In machzirin al ha'ar, kederach shemachzirin al ha'mitzvahs. You don't go to look after, mean to go look for a flame, in order to make the bracha by Mariah Rather, if it comes to you, and if you happen to have it, then you make the bracha. Amr Rabzirin, Mireish have a mahadrana. Rabzirin says in the beginning, he used to go ahead looking for a fire, I want to Shabbos. Kim de Shemana laha, de Rabbi Huda, Amr Rav, when he heard this idea that you don't have to go look for it, ana nami le mahadrana. Now, I also, meaning Reb Zera, doesn't, I don't go look for a fire. If it comes to me, then I make a bracha on it. Now the bar goes on. Misha Achal. What's this going on? <coughs> One second. The Mishnah said. Hmm. Yeah, a person goes out and eats, and he forgets to say Birkas Amazim. So the Gemara says like this, Amar Rebzved, Rebzved said, Ve'itim Revdimi Bar Abba, Machlaikas B'Shachach, the dispute in the Mishnah is only when a person forgot. Avol B'Mezid, if someone deliberately did not go ahead and say Birkas Amazim, Tevrihakal Yachzalim Kaima, he has to go back to his original place where he ate. V'yavarech and make the Birkas Amazim over there. Pshita, the Gemara asks, B'Shachach Tana, it says that if a person forgot, then that's where the machlekes is. So what are you telling me that if it's b'mezid, there's no machlekes? So ma'adatayma, I would think, I would think even if a person was b'mezid, he did it on purpose that he did not want to say the Birkas of in his place where he ate. V'hai diktani v'shachach. So then why does it say the word v'shachach in the Mishnah? That is, l'hidiyach ha'kaychan the Shammai to strengthen the opinion of Beis Shammai, which is that you should first, that you have to go back. One second. Beis Shammai's opinion was in the Mishnah. They have to be yachsir l'mkaymai, v'yavarich. One second. Kamash Malan, that, that's only when you forgot it. But b'mezid, you have to go... One second. Oh, I'm sorry, but even b'mezid, you have to go back. Fine. Tanya, amru lahem beis hilo beis shamay. Beis hilo said to beis shamay. Lidavrechem, according to you, beis shamay. That you have to go back to the place where you originally were eating. Misha Achal Bereisha Bira, someone that's sitting on top of a, a tall building and he's eating there. Veshachach and he does not say Berkas Amazim. He heard and now he comes down from the building. Vloy Birach and he doesn't make a bracha. Yachsel Bereisha Bira. Should he go back up to the building, the top of the building which he was sitting on? Viyavarichen. Should he say Berkas Amazim there? So Am Lahem Beisham Lebeshil. So Beisham is said back. Ledevrechem. According to you, Misha Shachach Arneki Bereisha Bira, someone that loses a wallet, he forgets his wallet on top of a building. Will he not go up and go get his wallet? So Of course, for his own honor, I mean, not really his honor, it's really his money, but he would go up and get it. For the honor of heaven, 
Like Hashikin, would he for sure not have to go back to say because I'm not? Okay. Now, how do Trey Talmidi? There were these two students. Chad of One did b'shoigig, meaning by mistake he forgot to say Berakas Amazon, and he went back to the original place. For Ashkach Arnaka, and he found a wallet. Did Hava? He found a wallet of gold. It's like a funny. It's a funny story. We're using this exact. We're using this as an example of someone that were to get a wallet, then he would go back to get it. And here, there was a story that actually happened that a person went back to say Berakas Amazon, and he actually found a wallet. It's very interesting. The chad of it b'mezid kibesel, and one did b'mezid like bezhil, meaning he went ahead and just said the berakas amazon wherever he wanted, not on the original place. But achle ari and a lion devoured him. Rabbi Barachana have a kaozel b'shayrosa. Rabbi Barachana was going on a caravan. Achol v'ashli. What was that? Everybody was happy. They all ate. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Rabbi Barachana, Havukah Azul B'Shay Rasa, he was going on a caravan, Achol V'Ishtli V'Lay Birech. He went ahead and he, um, he ate, and V'Ishtli, I think he's, he left, V'Lay Birech, and he didn't say, Birkas Amazon. Omar, Hechi Ovid, which I do now, meaning he was on a caravan, he wasn't going to stop the caravan and tell him, okay guys, can you turn around and go back to the original place? Iyamina Luhu, Anshoy Levarech, if he says, I forgot to, make, to do Birkas Amazon, Amr Birch, I'll say, Kol Hechad D'Mavarechas, L'Rachmona Mavarechas. Dad, just go ahead and say the Berkaz Amazan. Wherever you say the Berkaz Amazan, just talk to your God and I'll hear. So, it's better if I tell them that I forgot a golden dove. So, and he told them, yeah, hey guys, I forgot down the road, I forgot my golden dove. So, Azul, uh, he went back there, and he said the Berkaz Amazan. And what happened? He actually found a golden dove. Why, why a dove? Why is that? The Masile Knesset Yisrael, that the Knesset Yisrael, the gathering of the Jews, are considered like a dove. Why is that? The Chsiv, Kanfe Yoyna, Nechbe Bekesef, Vavruse, Biyurakrek, Charutz, which is referring to the Knesset Yisrael. My Yoyna, Ina Nitzoyles, Ela Beknafeha, just like a, a, this dove only saves himself with his wings, that is, he fights off. Um, any other uh, birds that are coming to attack him with his wings. So too, the Jews are saved through their mitzvahs. Now the Gemara goes on. Ad emasai, who, until when, can he say Berkas al-Mazan if he forgot? Kama shir ichol. How long is the shir ichol that it takes someone to digest his food? Until he's not hungry anymore. When he's thirsty because of the food he ate. Some say it was Rav Yemar Bar Shizbi Lamar Zotra. Me Omar Rish Lakish. How does Rish Lakish really say this? Ami says in the name of Rish Lakish himself, how long is this uh, amount of time until uh, uh, one's food is digested? Which is about 72 minutes. So, like Kasha, Kan Bachilamaruba, that is a full meal, Kan Bachilamatas, and when it's. Um, what was the other thing? Until the until you're not thirsty because of your food, that is by not a full meal, but just eating a little bit of food. Now the Gemara goes on. That is, you only make a brach, you only say amen from a Jew's bracha, not from a non, not from a, the bracha of a kusi until you hear the entire bracha. The memra it seems like from the Mishnah, the Yisrael shama kula bracha That even if you don't hear the full bracha from a Jew, then you can say amen. However, if you didn't hear the bracha, then how could you be, have your obligation fulfilled from his bracha? So the Gemara assumes at this point that you're trying to be mighty from the other person. So Amar Chia Bar Rav 
Chiyabar Rav says, No, you're, you're not fulfilling your obligation with them. You didn't even eat with them. Nachman says the same thing. It's referring to a case where you didn't eat with them. Omar Rav Rav said to Chiyah, his son, Beri, my son, Always go ahead and grab the blessing of Berkha Samazin. And Rehuna said to Rabba, his son, Always grab the Berkha Samazin, meaning you lead and say it. seems to say, It seems to say that the person that makes the bracha is better than the one that answers the Ani Amen. However, we know a famous Brisa, the person that answers Amen is greater than the person that makes the bracha. So why were they telling their sons to go ahead and say the bracha and not just answer Amen? And by heaven, like it's like a, like almost like a shvua, like by heaven, of course it's so. Teda, and I'll even bring you a proof. These soldiers, they come down and they fight a war. And they and the champions they come down and they are they succeed they win. So one second, I'm not sure what this has to do with anything. It's just I think it's worth proving the point that the mavarech that the oina the one that answers amen is better. Oh, it's like this that the people that finish off the war the soldiers go ahead and fight the war and then the menatzchem meaning the people that win the war are usually, let's say, like the reserves. They come in afterwards, and they finish up the war after that, and they're the ones that like, take the credit. So, so too, the ones that say the bracha, those are the ones that start off, but the oina amen, those are like the warriors, those are the ones that come in at the end. So the Gemara says, the Gemara answers, Tanoihi, it's a dispute of Tanoim, the Tanya, like, whether one makes the bracha, one, whether answers amen, Really, meaning really they're both the same. That, I think this means that in Shemayan, they'll go ahead to, get, to give them schar. The person that says the bracha will get schar before the one that answered amen, but really they're the, on the same level. Shmuel asked Rav, Can you answer amen um, from a bracha of a child? You answer everyone? Amen. Besides for children, Hoyl, Why is that? Islam and they're doing it for practice. They're not doing it for an actual bracha. and that is only If they are saying the haftira by, by uh, after landing on Shabbos, then you can answer. Amen. that is because our abundant masakin that they can go ahead and say it. The oil that comes after a meal to wash to wipe your hands with that is ma'akiv the bracha. You should not say berachas Muslim with that. Rebbe Ziyui Eimer in a ma'akiv. It does not uh, stop one from saying a bracha. Rebbe Acha Eimer Shemen Toiv Ma'akiv. Good oil is ma'akiv. Rebbe Zuhamoy Eimer Keshem Shemezuham Pasal Avoda. Just like that, if someone ha- someone's hand is full with oil, cannot do Avoda. Kach Yadayim Zuhamoy Pasul Nabracha. Cannot say a bracha from that. Amar Reb Nachman Yitzchak Ano Leziloy Leziyui, which were the names of the ta- of these Amarayim. Leziuhamoy and not. Um, foul-smelling hands. Yadana, I don't know any of that. Al Masnisi Yadana, I have a Mishnah. Dama Rav Yehuda, Dama Rav, Amrila Masnis Atanav, Eskadashtem Elo Mayim Rishonim. The pasuk of Eskadashtem means you have to wash your hands before a meal. Vizim Kedoshim. That part of the pasuk means Elo Mayim Machrein. That's you have to wash your hands after the meal. Ki Kadosh. When it says that in the pasuk, it says Shemen. That is the oil that you wash your hands with that you put on your hands. And Yisham Lekechem Zubracha. That is Berkas Hamazon. Okay. Hadrin Allah Elo Dvarim Mazalim.